The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He is Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Minix. On this Wemby Wednesday. It's hump day also. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you know, with NFL games, there's three tomorrow, one on Friday, and then your full slate of games coming up on Sunday. Make sure you get to sasportstar.com for the A Awesome Tickets Pro Football Pick'em Challenge. Weekly winners get that $50 gift card to Five Oaks Ace Hardware over on Thousand Oaks. At the end of the year, grand prize winner gets $1,000 worth of tickets to A Awesome Tickets. Need those Drake tickets or whatever's on your mind, Brady. <laughs> uh, yeah. Make sure you make your picks. Get them in today or early tomorrow morning because I don't know anybody that could afford to miss three games on Thursday and still be in the running for either of the prizes. You can't, so get in there. Get your picks in. Now, with all the games this weekend, the game of the week is Sunday in Houston. C.J. Stroud and the Texans, a chance to play for the division lead, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. A special Wednesday uh, appearance from the great John McClain, because tomorrow, well, he's going to be busy and we're not working. John, joining <laughs> us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line. How's your Wednesday, John? My day's great, and I'm just glad before the season I wrote and told everybody the Texans were going to be 6-4, and four, playing Jacksonville <laughs> for the division title. With a three-game lead, with Nick Casario, a candidate for executive of the year, D'Amico Ryan's candidate for coach of the year, and C.J. Stroud, runaway winner for rookie of the year, and an MVP candidate. Y'all remember, right? We all remember that. Of course. I mean, that, it's that's a great article. Why we have you on every week, because nobody has a crystal ball full of bleep than John McClain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because, y'all, I think I did that while you guys were enjoying training camp and freezing your little legs off uh, in, the, in the West Coast, and you may have missed it. Oh, is that it's what it is? It's amazing. I, I got to tell you, it's been amazing. And they know the bubble could burst any time, but it is amazing. They've won – they're 6-2 and two over the last eight. And uh, every – after they won the first two, beating Jacksonville 37-17 and Pittsburgh – 30 to 6. Every game since then, six games have been decided in the last 30 seconds, including three with no time on the clock, one with six seconds left on the clock, one with uh, 23 seconds, and then last week, they let, they, on Sunday, there was 30 seconds on the clock. So it's just been amazing when you have a rookie head coach a rookie play caller and a rookie quarterback who's worked with four centers you know that they're able to pull those games out and the last two games cj stroud has six turnovers and they've won both of them in the three games he's thrown interceptions they've won them so it just boggles my mind and i'm doing a column right now for sports radio 610.com about the mcnair family and how, how excited they are and overjoyed they are because they no longer have controversy. Every time they go to work every day, they don't worry about what shoe, what's the next shoe that's going to drop. 
So, and I'm happy for them because, man, with what they went through with Bill O'Brien, Jack Easterby, and Deshaun Watson, they deserve a little peace of mind and success, and they're getting it. Well, you know, and not only that, John, I mean, some excitement, some hope, uh, some good feeling from Texan fans, for sure, when it comes to the product on the field. Uh, you know, Jason and I talk all the time. Obviously, it's Cowboys heavy, but I, I'll be honest with you. I can't wait to sit down Sunday and watch this football game between Houston and Jacksonville. Um, you know, who would have thought before the season this game would have playoff implications? <laughs> Nobody. Both teams. Jacksonville, maybe. And right now, if the Texans win, they'll be tied for first. Texans will have swept them, and it's like having a third victory. If Jacksonville wins, it'll be a two-game lead, and Jacksonville will win the division. Uh, the teams, Texans have one game after this one against a team with a winning record, and it's here against Cleveland with a rookie quarterback in uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And then Jacksonville gets to play Cleveland and Cincinnati back-to-back without their quarterbacks, and they do still play against Lamar Jackson, but they should be in good enough shape to win the division. And if the Texans playoffs started today, the Texans would have a wild-card berth. Now, they'd have to go on the road, but even if they get plastered, people are going to be so fired up for next season. They might actually get a primetime game or two or three next season. And C.J. Stroud, of course, is at the forefront. He's setting all kind of rookie records. He's And one of the things that's so exciting that's never happened here, after they lost to Carolina, their second road loss in a row on a field goal with no time left and Stroud threw for 140 yards, he said, um, I would like to have more explosive plays. Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator, came with Ryans from the 49ers. They, he now has them throwing the ball 10 or more yards down the field 50.1% of the time. That's even more than Miami, which is 46%, and they're the best vertical team in the league. And they've had linemen, receivers. They've missed their starting running back. It doesn't matter who they put out there under D'Amico Ryan's, the players, they just don't flinch. They've been missing three of their top four safeties. Teams are hitting passes, deep passes, but it doesn't matter. They missed three of their top five linebackers in this last game, and they still pulled it out. And they, they're exciting because they do throw the ball down the field. No check downs. Don't throw a lot of screen passes. And Stroud, it's like you said, okay, he threw for three interceptions, first time in his career going back to high school. But he said, Steph Curry, don't stop shooting, and I'm not <laughs> going to stop playing it. The great John McClain joining us here on The Blitz. I know C.J. Stroud was uh, speaking within the last hour or so to the media. I I'm curious if you've noticed a difference in the way he is carrying himself between you know draft night, training camp, and now that there is the MVP conversation that he is a part of. Does he seem like the same guy to you, or does he feel like he's coming into his own? Jason, I feel like when he did his first news conference in Houston, I was blown away. Not not because he stands up and he's a he's a great talker, but what comes out of his mouth is so impressive, whether it's about football or life. And every time we interview him, twice a week after games on Wednesday, he always says stuff of substance. 
It can be entertaining, informative, insightful, and he takes the blame when he screws up. He doesn't pass the buck. If somebody else drops a pass, he takes the blame for it. And uh, I like everything about him, and I like the way he overcomes adversity. You throw three interceptions, you have six turnovers in two games, and it doesn't seem to phase him. And it doesn't seem to phase Bobby Slowick when he's calling the plays. He doesn't get scared of a rookie who's made some mistakes. And that's, he had only three interceptions in eight games. And now I don't know. He's thrown two really bad ones, but all of them are in the opposing end of the field, close to the goal line. He's, he's not thrown one in his end of the field that puts the defense in a lot in precarious position. And on Sunday, they stopped the Cardinals three times on fourth down, which I don't know that I've seen. And that's with Kyler Murray running the ball and throwing the ball. So if they lose to Jacksonville, it won't surprise me. If they beat Jacksonville, it won't surprise me. Jacksonville has won one. Jacksonville is one in 10 in the last 11 games. They're winless at, in Jacksonville, but they won one game here, and it was 31-3. to in the next-to-last game of last season. Trevor Lawrence played really well. So I expect this to be a shootout between Lawrence and Stroud, and I think people will be entertained. You know, John, I know we're all sitting here baffled and and excited because the the Texans have um, played as well as they have, but the the future really looks bright for this team. I look at a guy like like Tank Dell, for example, this guy, you know, we all talk about C.J. Stroud, but this guy has really come on. They've got a lot of young, exciting players, and the future for this team beyond this year looks extremely bright. Since there's so many Cowboy fans listening, I want to point something out. When they <laughs> signed Dalton Schultz, everybody told me from the Metroplex that he doesn't block. He can't block. He's just a receiver. He has been a blocking fool. He is a devastating blocker, clearing pass. They don't let people play here if they don't block. John Mechie beat cancer. He comes in. He took out T.J. Watt. These wideouts and tight ends love to block. And then Noah Brown, man, oh, man, I know he caught like 43 passes last season in his last season for the Cowboys, but he's averaging almost 21 yards a catch with Nico Collins, their leading receiver out in Cincinnati. Brown averaged like 30 yards a catch. He has been tremendous. This is only the second game they will have all their receivers healthy. And uh, now they got a lot of guys who are on one-year contracts, and they're coming through like Dalton Schultz. And they're going to have a lot of cap money. And right now, you know, you can't bring back everybody. But one of the things in the future, I think in the past, they had to overpay to get players to come here or take players who've been hurt or not played well and then give them an opportunity here, I think now it'll be a destination because everybody likes and respects Ryans and Stroud and what they've got going on at NRG Stadium. With all due respect, John, nobody asked you about Dalton Schultz. I'm just saying, I, I'm kidding. No, because yeah, <laughs> Joe, Joe hates Dalton Schultz. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know. Well, he, ought to, he ought to hate him because he is kicking some serious ass. <laughs> yeah, he is. And Joe, wrong again, and just can't deal uh, with it. Hey, real quick, John, on a, on a serious note, the Texans just put out a statement from uh, the defensive end, Dylan Horton, uh, leaving the team for personal health matter. What can you uh, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about it. It caught everybody off guard. He had, he played. He comes off the bench. He got better and better. On Sunday, after the game with Arizona, Pro Football Focus gave him an 84 grade, which was secondized on the team to Tank Dell's 1.3, which is shocking because he plays a lot and he makes some plays, but he's not a sack guy. So they've it's it's they've had so many players gone out. They've had they got a bunch on uh, injured reserve, but they sign them off other teams' practice squads. They do all kind of things to replace them. And Horton, I'm guessing, I, no, I just don't have any insight other than he's gone, and I'm guessing he won't be back for the rest of the season. But they'll welcome him back next season, as they will Kenyon Green, the guard who's on our for the year after being a first round pick last year. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, such a vague statement because he says personal health matter, um, but he's indefinite period of time away from the team. So you would think he just asked for a mental health break, but generally it might say that in the statement and it, and it doesn't. So, um, you know, wish him well and, and hope he's able well, to have, take care I of what no he needs idea. to take care of. Yeah. He played at TCU He's a fourth round pick. They like him and uh, it could be deal with mental issues or it could be, you know, I don't want to say this because when they're now, they've had three players that have had cancer through the years, mm. and when they've announced it, they pointed out exactly what it was. Like uh, John Manchie the third last year when they gave him his physical, turned out he had leukemia and he's overcome it and he's back on the field. But uh, people like Horton a lot, and if he comes back next year, it'll be like having another free agent or another draft choice. John McLean. Joining us here on the Blitz, as he does every Thursday, it's Wednesday, because tomorrow is Thanksgiving, we're off, and he's going to be eating turkey. So the most important question, John, what is your go-to tomorrow, besides the turkey, and what do you want nothing to do with? What will stay away from your plate? Well, nothing, my wife, who cooks all kinds of stuff, would never put uh, cranberry in, in our house, because cranberry to me the way it shakes and moves around <laughs> reminds me of a liver and i don't want to see somebody's liver there and so uh when i was little we always had to have it because old people and family liked it i think because they'd all been in the depression and you had to scrounge for whatever you could scrounge and i would rather starve so unfortunately my wife put, cooks a lot of good food and i eat it but what i love the most my plate will be tomorrow a little turkey. I prefer it in the days following for sandwiches. I'll have uh, dressing and gravy. I'll have mashed potatoes with green peas. I'll have green bean casserole and a lot of gravy on the turkey, too. Outstanding, John. Green bean casserole. I knew you were. I knew there was something about you. That's my favorite. I love green bean casserole. A lot of people make fun of it, but boy, I don't. I yeah, love it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not 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 a fan of the green bean casserole. I'll, I'll put it on the plate just to uh, uh, not not make my mom mad and just kind of move it around a little bit, and then it, it finds its way into a trash can. <laughs> oh, that's what that's what I used to do with uh, cranberry. By the way, I'm writing a column on SportsRadio610.com about the McNairs, Hannah and Cal, and how great everything is for them right now and how, you know, Casario and Stroud and Grimes are uh, candidates for postseason awards. And my first quote is, she says that she thinks her husband should be voted comeback owner of the year. <laughs> and I think that was hilarious. Because if they had an award for that, he'd probably be a landslide winner. 
Absolutely. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, I mean, John. Nick Casario could win executive. Thank of the you, year. guys. Appreciate it. Make Thank sure you, you follow. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you next week. Follow John on Twitter <laughs> at McLean underscore on underscore NFL. Read his great work there at sportsradio610.com. John McLean on the Buyer's Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.